0: Time to hit the mark, this that show you need to know about, we set ourselves apart, sports talk at the pinnacle. Covering every level, helping these young men get to college Got the coverage of a DB, vision of a QB coming at you like a DN Let all of that sink in, working in the weight room We can't take no days off, doing drills when they not looking That's what make us stand out, don't worry about how much time is left We got it planned out, execution elite, footwork nasty when we running routes Accuracy off the chain, we have been on it from the start Reaching for the sky, hitting the bullseye, we on the mark
1: What it do, Mark Henry, man. listen, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. A pre-Thanksgiving edition of the On Your Mark show, powered and sponsored by Epic Sports Apparel, every play I compete. Listen, we back at the Fishbowl Radio Network. Listen, everybody has been tapping in. So we appreciate Please like, share, subscribe. This is how we do it. Listen, we'll talk to my guy, Coach Jay, here in just a minute, but I got a special guest today, Coach Mark McDuffie. He's been a trainer in the past. He's also had two kids that go on to play at the collegiate level. So we'll talk about that and more today here on the On Your Mark show. Coach McDuffie, what's up, man? How you doing? Man,
2: what's up? I appreciate you having me on the show today, man. It's an honor to be on your show. Man. We've been knowing each other many years, you know, text and- you know, emails and, you know, just
1: seeing each other at different counts. And man, I really appreciate you having me today. Absolutely. I appreciate you tapping in, man. Uh, you know, we talked a couple of weeks ago and we made this happen because this is what we do here is we want to educate parents and players on how to get to the next level to take those next steps to achieve that success of getting to the next level from high school. And when we say next level, it's just, it's not about power five or division one. It's about any level of collegiate athletics, because there's only 7% that make it. That's a small percentage. And then it gets even smaller of a window when you talk about professional sports at any level when it comes to any sport. But, Coach, talk about you a little bit before we dive into uh, my guy Marcel. Shout out to Marcel McDuffie, linebacker at University of Las Vegas, man. Uh, he was a standout at uh, South Grand Prairie SGP. Uh, one of the best linebackers in his class at that particular time. But, Coach, talk about you, how you got into training a little bit before we get into that. Yeah,
2: I got into training. A lot of people don't know. I had an older son, or his name is William. He played at uh, Top Grand Prairie as well. He was a wide receiver, and I didn't know any of the you know, odds and ends of recruiting or anything because you know, it's changed from time to time. So when he was going through it, a lot of people don't remember it used to be DVD. So, I used to go to football practice and pass out DVDs, and the coaches would come through and say, "Hey, man, I got the kid." But the high school coach uh, at the time was Coach Davies. He used to give out a list of all the coaches and the guys he thought could play at the next level. So, small, quick, small story is: my son played at Western Kentucky. This kid, my son, played wide receiver. He only had one touchdown reception his whole high school career. One touchdown reception. So I would pass out the DVDs to coaches, and Coach Eric Matthews who was the D-line coach at Western Kentucky at the time, and I was like, man, let me just give this guy a doggone DVD. Mm-hmm. Never thought in a million years my son would wind up playing football at Western Kentucky and mm-hmm. Bowling Green Kentucky at the time. They were just coming over to be in a D1 program. You know, he went up there, got his college degree, graduated, now he's a great father to his kids and his wife. So that's how I got into it. I was training him at Coles. Everybody that knows of me, of the McDuffie family, know Coe's and Grand Prairie. A, the store's not even there anymore. It has a hill. Well, I grew up in Shreveport, Louisiana, and we ran hills. Got us faster, got us stronger. And that what got me into it, my oldest son, over to this, excuse me, it was back in 2003. So then comes along, I have another son who emulated everything his brother did, and we just grew and took it from there.
1: Wow. Now, let me backtrack a little bit. You're handing out DVDs of highlights of your son at that particular time, is what you're telling me.
2: Yes, sir. I'm handing out DVDs of his highlights that we got made. And I was just handing them out and gave them the coaches. And Eric Manhattan loved it because he went from playing wide receiver in school to safety, but he wound up playing wide receiver in college. And it just took off from there. And he got to, you know, my thing was not about the school he was attending, it was about them getting a college degree to better their lives in the future.
1: Absolutely. See, nowadays it's the social media, but taking that uh initiative as a parent of an athlete today it's uh you know communicating from the social media aspect you were doing it like you know you know boys did it was selling music out of the trunk you were handing it out to anybody that you thought that could uh you know have an impact on reaching for him reaching the next level talk about that a little bit and what your mindset was that because that's big now today you know, we preach social media access or, uh, you know, exposure from that standpoint. Uh, but that's, I think that's getting it out the mud. Just talk about your mindset and what you your thought process was getting that together.
2: My mindset was that I wanted my kids to go to college. I know he had the ability. And I'm like, I'm going to do anything to get this young man in school because it's my son. It's my blood. I need to help him because that's what he wanted to do. And just being a parent uh and knowing that this is one of what he wanted to do was go help him be successful. And my mind was whatever I gotta do, I'm gonna help him be successful. So I got I used to leave work early just to go sit out there during the spring signing period, the period they have with the coaches who come evaluate. And I would just sit out there and I'd see a coach come through that gate. It's kinda like you say, selling out the back of the trunk like Master. He selling out those albums out the back of his trunk. Those CDs, you know. They, used to, I had buddies used to say, "Hey man, you you for real?" I think. "I would sit there, pay the gentleman to make the DVD that I would give them out to him. I had all his highlights from from his sophomore year on varsity all the way up to his senior year, and that was the goal to get him to college. And we God blessed us, but at to work for him.
1: Absolutely, you have to be educated and proactive as a parent to help uh, put them in a correct position, to be seen, to have the right eyes on them. Um, you know, You know, back when we played, it was on, you know, VHS, you know, and, and college coaches, uh, their correspondence was either by showing up or by mail. So, you know, the game has changed as far as the recruiting aspect of it in a big way. You know what I mean? And, and I, I think that says a lot about your knowledge at the time of what you were doing to get those dvds out i mean that's dope that's a great idea i mean even to this day i doubt that people really watch dvds but uh... you know creating a file of that of of that uh... you know particular cattle i think you know huddles kind of replaced the dvd aspect of it uh... and twitter as well and a little bit of instagram but most college coaches uh, are now on Twitter, you know. With with COVID, uh, you know, recruiting became an instant thing where you had to, you know, put yourself out or put your things out on Twitter because coaches couldn't come on campus, they couldn't communicate, uh, and that made it difficult in recruiting. For uh, and they couldn't get out to camps like they can now again since it's opened back up. That was the key to getting recruited, and uh, you know, you know, Coach McDuffie, that's a great, great way to get into. What we're about to talk about now as far as recruiting. Now, uh, let's talk about Marcel a little bit. Uh, you know, I was covering him a lot at that particular time he was one of the top linebackers in the state coming out of high school but let's backtrack a little bit talk about how uh, you know his development uh, from Little League to high school and then we'll get into his collegiate career which is going on right now but start just how he got into sports and how you kind of tried to direct him in the right directions to get himself prepared and, and the development piece heading into high school
2: uh, what we did was- we took him he had an older brother and his older brother uh helped him out tremendously having that older brother and he, he, he eliminated i mean wrong choice of word he simulated everything he would do plus doing the speed work i was doing with my older son and you know as they say it's something about that your last kid that you have they they're a little different well marcel's always always been different and what I mean by that, he came out of the womb, he was different because he was born January the first, which is the first month on the second. And then back in 2003. So I always joke one, two, three, go. It was always that thing. So he took that from watching his brother and then had a great group of new coaches with the SCP Rams guys that played in the league. And you know, Coach Shaw. Absolutely. Player, they're like their, they're like his uncles. You know, they play pro ball, and I uh, keep watching them. Who actually played at UNLV? Right. You know, they all. They, I mean, this kid's gonna be special. You know, as a parent, you're like, okay, I'm just saying this. But we, from there, from youth football, which he had great years, winning on uh, a great organization, he took that and went to middle school, won a championship. Played against some good kids in the area. I'll, I'll say this, and it might be, and this is on the record: seven five zero five two. That zip code has had tremendous kids come out of there. You think about Jeffrey Okura, who's in the league. Absolutely, you know that's just the name. Um, you know, we all with South Grand Prairie. Always put out great athletes yeah. He could have went to any high school, but he was loyal to seven five zero five two South Grand Prairie Warriors because he watched his brother go there. Bye. My wife, she and her, her family went there as well. They all graduated from South Grand Prairie. He has an aunt that played great ball there in basketball. So it was a tradition, you know, going being a warrior. You know, once he got there, and just the backstory on him, you know, is that he broke his ankle his freshman year at uh, high school. After a great year, he had just picked up an offer from Baylor, uh, with Coach McGuire, who's now at Texas Tech, you know, because I know him from knowing my the backstory of my oldest son, McGuire used to like him. You know, wanted him to try to come over there and play. So when he broke his ankle, it was, he was devastating to the whole house. He was getting ready to set the world on fire. Sophomore year, he was going to be the star running back. Well, I set him out. He didn't play any sports in sophomore year. We he rehabbed, put in the work of rehabbing, and. Got, the kid went from playing first and quarterback, running back, to playing middle linebacker, young junior he put on 35 pounds. Uh, just sitting around eating, doing nothing. You know, he would come down and say, this, this kid got an offer. This kid got an offer. And I was like, man, your time is coming. Trust the process. And if you go to my Twitter page, I have that on there. Just trust the process. So I could tell any parent now being through this, Trust the process. What God has for you, he has for you. He's going to keep it for you. It's for you, but he wants you to be diligent in your work. And I can say my son has always been diligent in his work. Ethic. And he gets that from his mom and me. But most of his mom, because she's low. She works hard as a person. She works, she's just a hard worker. He gets that from his mom.
1: Absolutely, man. And, uh, you know, I can say that from watching him play at SGP. And you're right about that particular area, uh, you know, in the DFW area. It's produced a lot of talent. Uh, You know, they've fallen on hard times as far. Now, they made the playoffs this year, and they've been a playoff team the last couple years. Uh, you know, finishing between third and fourth in that district. Uh, you know, and they, they've made some deep playoff runs in the past. Uh, you know, when, when you mentioned Jeffrey Okuda, uh and Marcel and those guys that were at SGP at that particular time. But the Warriors were always competitive. Uh, and, and that was a place you didn't want to play. You didn't want to go into the Gopher Bowl and not have your lunch ready. You know what I'm saying? Those guys always played hard, always had a lot of talent and speed. And, uh, you know, Marcel was one of those guys uh, leading the charge at that particular time. Uh, When he was in high school, Uh, and you mentioned he had an injury and he battled some adversity uh, coming back from that. Those are the things that build character and the reason that he's, you know, having some success now. Um, Talk about his decision in uh, choosing UNLV uh, as his uh, college home.
2: It was uh, really it wasn't really hard. You know, he came out during a year of COVID when we didn't know you were going to have a football season. You know, they didn't know they was going to have a season. So, it's a group of guys. They're college guys, Miles Jernican and Miles Williams, uh, Ken Robinson. You know, those guys who come out and train. You know, Miles Jernican is like Marcel's big brother. He's at Cal Berkeley now as our linebacker. You know, and they would tell him, hey, man, college is a little different. And so, one day we was on the hill training. he had picked up, you know, uh, the offers and stuff. And uh, UNLV offered And I was like, oh, okay, Cool. So it came a time when I, you know, with COVID, you didn't know you were going to have a senior year. You didn't know how the world was going to operate. And I told him, I said, uh, "Man, it's time to make some phone calls." You're really, you know, really interested in your uh, in you going to school. So it came down to other schools that start filling up at linebacker, in Georgia Tech, Arkansas State, the name of you, and some uh, other schools that start filling up. And him uh, Henson. Had- Hanson uh, was the uh, quarterback. I mean, the defensive coordinator there at uh, the uh, at the time, and he recruited him. So, quick little story about that: he commit he commits to UNLV. We're never he never seen the university. We just knew they came from a program they wasn't winning. Arroy was his second year in the head coach. Great guy, great style. Former NFL players, former. You know, guys that coached the NFL. So what he did, we went in there, Hanson, when he saw him, he was like, man, I'm glad I, I got him because he'd only seen him on Zoom calls. And with him seeing him on Zoom calls, you can't really tell the kid's size and his demeanor. So when he walked down the hall, he looked at him, he started running. Now, mind you, Mr. Hanson is six eight, And he's the uh, the linebacker coach the defensive coordinator. He's like, man, I'm glad this kid is six two. <laughs> because he's like you never know what you get when you look on the Zoom calls. That's how difficult it was in recruiting during the COVID year. If you hadn't seen the kids in person you had to do everything by Zoom call. Meet your parents and you you know, I I kids in this generation as I always tell my kids, y'all grew up in the microwave era. I grew up where you wanted the food in the oven. And you know, my son and my family has taken on that personality that You don't rush things because it takes longer to warm your food up in the oven, but it takes better at the end once you get it out of the oven.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you know, we we talked about the difference in, uh, you know, the time periods as far as the recruiting process goes. And it's a process that you spoke about that you have to trust. You have to be, uh, you know, constantly working. uh, And with you kind of, you know, being ahead of the game from a parent's perspective, those were some of the things that you, you know, did forward thinking. I think, you know, it's something that you have to have. You have to think outside of the box when it comes to, uh, you know, being a parent of an athlete that's trying to get that exposure. You mentioned him being 6'2". You know, some of the measurables that he had uh inherently for the linebacker position, those are traits that you look for. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, in today's game, It's about measurables, and those are some of the first things that coaches look for. And then with him, with him not being able to see him uh, first, his film had to play a lot, a big part of that. You know, especially around COVID time, that was just you know three years ago uh, at that particular time. That played a big factor. So talk about the process of of putting that film together and making it the correct type of film that you want to put out uh, for college coaches to be impressed on.
2: Yes, sir, that is.
1: Can you hold one second? Yes, sir. I mean, we're we're talking to my guy, Coach Mark McDuffie, uh, who uh, was a trainer and coach in the DFW area. Uh, Marcel McDuffie, who's a linebacker at the University of Las Vegas, that's UNLV. Uh, We're talking to him about his process right now, going into college, uh, where he is now. We'll get to that here in just a little bit. But Coach McDuffie was, was talking about. His film preparation and what he had to do uh, to get his film uh, to coaches and how it looked to coaches without seeing them firsthand.
2: Then for a game. I should be done about seeing him.
1: Absolutely, man. I mean, this is a big process. This is what you have to do, uh, and this is what we do here at the on your mark shows. We want to help the parent and the player to get that exposure that they need. So we try to bring you things each week live from the Fishbowl Radio Network right here uh, in Bedford, Texas, each week. Of course, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. We'll touch in, tap in with my guy, Coach Johnson, here in just a minute. Uh, finishing up with Coach McDuffie here, uh, talk about how you got that film together for Marcel.
2: Man, it was, uh, you know, he came, he had huddle. He's totally different. That, that where you're different. When you have that huddle, he put it together. And, you know, I was, I looked at it and I said, I will always put my best plays first, me going side for a linebacker, going sideline to sideline is huge. So he put all his highlights together and I, I reserved and and looked at everything and I said, hey, man, that's a goal. That's, that's good. You know, if, if I was a parent now going through the recruiting process, what I would do first when I got my kid into, high school i would make sure i got his curriculum in order first thing first get that education because a lot of people think that hey you get getting athletic scholarship you basically really getting an academic scholarship because if you're not academic qualified you're not going to get that athletic scholarship that you it's so-called called you got to have your grades in order so the first thing for the you even step put on the campus Put that academic curriculum together, and then the athletic side. If you got the right trainers, that's telling you the truth about your kids, and not trying to, you know, put just money in their household. Telling you the truth for your kid is project and for what position? Because we all know that kids' body, the DNA is different than everybody. My my son was blessed. He got a mom that's five eight, and he got a daddy that's 6'4", So I always thought he'll fall in between six one, six two, and God saw fit for it. For that to happen. So I, I, I would tell anybody. Before it's like the. The recruiting process. is not going to be a microwave thing. It's going to be an oven situation. Where you take your time. And you navigate you navigate through the process. Because as we all know. Uh, we, we have your different coaches. That move around. That coach might want you at the smaller school. But can't take you at the biggest school. So like who like you. Then love on loves you when it comes to the college recruit. If a smaller school takes you, you take it and you get developed there. You know, like I can always talk about my good friend Terrence Shaw and he'll tell his story and I'm pretty sure he's been on the show and told his story is that from Marshall, Texas Stephen F. Boston, small kid, but made it to the NFL. So everybody's story and journey is different and I'll say this about Marcel: his journey has been tremendous for me. For those that don't know, two broken ankles later, broke his ankle his freshman year of high school, broke his ankle his freshman year at UNFE. And I joke he went from having seven schools in high school to having four schools in college. But if you put on his PM, you can never tell if he can't go sideline to sideline. You know, he was honored this week as being the defensive player in the Mountain West Conference. The kid put on the show made him proud. He had 15 tackles, 10 solos, had a, uh, questionable, uh, rough in the passer call, forced the fumble, and this against the Air Force team who's this one. That game is to run the ball down your throat. And he was a big part of UNL winning, UNLV winning. And I'll end this with this. He persevered from a Two and ten team with a broken ankle he didn't wasn't part of. Played his real shirt freshman year, five and seven. This year, nine and two. Big uh, made a major part of the defensive scheme they put out there every Saturday. And that's when I said, trust the process. When it comes down to him, he was raised, and I'm not too my horn, I'm too his mom horn as well. Well, I was told him trust and I think the younger generation doesn't understand that you have to trust the process, slow down and look at all the different intervals of what's going on and what's surrounding you. And last but not least, trust in God and you get your, your family will get what God wants you to be.
1: Absolutely, and that's you know one reason why I wanted to tap in with you. Uh, I, congratulations to him. I did see the post game interview. I saw some cut ups, and I was watching the game for just a moment. And you know, I, I've been paying attention to UNLV since he's been out there, and uh, you know, I know I'm I'm well aware of what's been going on. And that's kudos to him, and the work ethic, and trusting the process, and work while you wait aspect of being a collegiate athlete those are the things that we talk about each week here on the on your mark show coach mcduff appreciate your time listen this won't be our last occasion we'll have to get you in studio uh here down the line for sure man i appreciate you joining us man here on the on your mark show uh we're going to take a small break and we'll come back with coach johnson who's on the road this week here on the On Your Mark Show, powered and sponsored by Epic Sports of live from the Fishbowl Radio Network. It's that time of year when you're looking for uniforms for your baseball team, your softball team, maybe even your basketball team. Or either you want to look lightning fast on the track. Holla at Epic Sports Apparel. We can get you that gear that you need to be epic every play you compete. Do you just wake up and go hard? Do you rewrite the narrative? Follow Epic Sports Apparel on Twitter at I am Epic two four seven on Instagram at Every Play I Compete and on Facebook at Epic Sports Apparel. Rewrite your narrative. Just wake up and go hard. Be epic parents, coaches, you know here on the On Your Mark show, we're always preaching and pushing muscular recovery and prioritizing biomechanical muscular balance. The source for all your kids' athletic muscular care is the Integrated Biomechanic Therapy Youth Athlete Sports Program. IBT is at the forefront of revolutionizing athletic muscular care with position specific protocols. Every position has specific demands and needs on a football player. Whether you're a quarterback, defensive back, wide receiver or you want the O line or D line, IBT provides football players with safe, effective muscular care and education to reduce the likelihood or impact of injury. IBT protocols have been shown to increase speed, improve muscular strength and balance, improve range of motion, as well as reduce soreness and more. Make sure you check out IBT for all your sports therapy needs for your specific position. Wendy has two locations, one in North Dallas and one in Carrollton. Call or text IBT at 459-560-3200. That is 459-560-3200. Get in the game. Get with ibt for your muscular and therapeutic needs for your athlete come back in that'll let me know it's time to wrap up man listen we back here on the on your mark show power to sponsor by Epic sports pair every play i compete live from the fishbowl radio network happy thanksgiving to everybody got my guy coach jay coast to coast for real he's on the road again man what's up baby what's up mark what's up? man chilling man you know how we do it man Appreciate you tapping in and taking a little time. Of course, I know you're on the road, uh, this week as, uh, you know, U of H heads, uh, to Orlando to play UCF. But let's talk about the recruiting blueprint. Listen, if you don't have this book, uh, first of all, coach, you can, when, when I'm done, just tell everybody where they can find it. How they can get it. Uh it's got rave reviews. Everybody's been picking it up. Shout out to everybody that's bought it and got uh in the mix with it. But listen, it, it's a guide to help you with recruiting. Uh we we just got hung up with my guy Coach McDuffie, who talked about the recruiting process with both of his sons. Coach, he was passing out DVDs. That's how far back he started. I thought that was a genius idea, but that's the forward thinking uh and the aggressive approach to being uh, you know, steadfast as a parent with an athlete in the recruiting process, but tell everybody where they can get the book first and let's talk about it a little bit.
3: Absolutely. That was a great idea by coach Um, guys. You can find the book on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. And all you have to do is look up the recruiting blueprint, a common sense approach to recruiting. Go tap in. It'll be on Apple very soon. We're waiting on clearance.
1: Absolutely. Now, Coach, one of the things that you try to hit home with, you know, uh, with your parents, uh, coaches, I mean, not coaches, but uh, players that you work with routinely is having that leverage. Uh, You know, speaking with Coach McDuffie in the last segment, we talked about the leverage of the grades and also film. You know, those are two things that you talk about in the book routinely as far as you know and, and i like the way that you give it as a common sense approach approach to recruiting a lot of times you know recruiting can be uh you know it can be a, a process uh, to parents from the outside looking in and players it can be you know they can be afraid because they think things may not be the same in all aspects of trying to do it but i think that you know the recruiting blueprint gives you a literal blueprint of the steps it takes and things that you can do to increase your exposure, to increase your knowledge, and get you in the game and help you be successful. But talk about some of the things that you talk about in the book leverage-wise to get those kids in the position to be successful, to get to the next level.
3: Well, the key is, Mark, you know, what we always talk about is that the the earlier you start a foundation, the earlier you start building, you know, your plan, it's not like back in the day where – You know, you just kind of play and and hope something falls out of the sky. Guys are actively, you know, out there looking for, to identify guys that they can recruit. And this doesn't matter the sport. You know, baseball is very, very early. Basketball is very early. Um, And now football is starting to trickle down the last, you know, 10, 15 years uh, to earlier, which is why you see eighth graders getting you know, early offers because they're identifying kids early so they can track their progress. So the earlier we can get, put a plan in place, meaning, um, you know, just seventh grade, eighth grade, you know, making sure that the kid is understanding what's coming as far as understanding that grades are important, understanding that the work ethic should be there, how to talk, you know, how to prepare, how to play the game, how to move, you know, things like that. So when you get to high school, you can put yourself in a better position to get to varsity as early as possible, not saying that you have to be there freshman year, but, you know, if you want to be recruited, especially power five, the earlier, the better. So you can have the amount of film that coaches want to see. And then the right kind of film. So just a lot of different layers but the earlier you can start, the better. And and the leverage part, Mark, is, again, I, I can't – nobody can stress this enough that your your grade is the biggest part of leverage because the one thing you always you want to have is that piece where coaches say they're taking care of their business on the field and off the field. So that by far is the most important thing. Then after that, what kind of player are you, you know, are you – a, a hard worker, you know, can coaches depend on you, you know, or are you the type of guy that's going to be a great teammate? All of those things matter when you look at the, the big picture of, you know, recruiting. So um, those are just, you know, a few of the things that we talk about in the book as far as leverage.
1: Mark? Absolutely. And I think that, you know, you getting a chance to go through these experiences as a parent and a coach, and, you know, it's, it wasn't always just about your kids. You helped lots of kids. You got kids playing at all levels of college, or college athletics, um, you know, in all sports, and still some guys that you're working with now in high school that are on a cusp of doing big things as well. Um, so the formula for success, you know, you've kind of molded it into one thing and put it in the book to give to the public to also help them get that avenue and have that leverage that they need in order to be successful and get those kids to the next level. Um, So when you put this together, was this something that you thought about uh, when you, you know, you go around, you talk to people and I I know you pretty well, you kind of take information in and kind of get it ready to put back out. And I think that's, you know, I'm not speaking for you and I'll let you elaborate on this a little bit. Was that some of the thought process and getting this together uh, so that people know what it takes to get to the next level from a recruiting standpoint?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, just being from, you know, my my daughters, you know, my my older son, Kobe, uh, you know, who went through it years ago, just all things that I I didn't know and, you know, including myself, um, the things I didn't know, questions I've asked, and, and now, you know, the past 10 years of being able to sit on the phone with uh, recruiters that are really good friends of mine and, and coaches that are coaching in college, still uh, asking questions, those are the kind of things that I, I listen to, I write down, and I try to pass on, you know, to parents. Everybody's situation is different. As far as, you know, when they're going to get recruited, but it's pretty much the same across the board as far as what they're looking for. Um, and, you know, how they process the information when they get it from the, the collegiate standpoint is just, I think the biggest thing with, with us as parents, and I went through this myself, you know, it's, it's the anxiety behind, you know, when is my child going to get recruited and, you know, how, you know, what's going to happen, what does it look like, first offer, you know, all of those things, that that is the the biggest part of where a lot of times I think we make mistakes because we overthink um, a lot of things versus, which is why I say now, you know, let's make it make sense because we can really overthink and overshoot the process when we try to think too much and, and not focus on the little things that's going to number one, help our kids get to the point, but bigger than that, help our kids stay, you know, and stay productive in college. Of course we want them to go, but we also want them to flourish. So we have to be able to look at the big picture as often as possible. While we're we're building them and, and grooming them to do just that, what they want to do. So, uh, just everything that I'm learning, you know, every single day, talking, you know, watching, reading, um, whether it's from, you know, guys like Carl Reed, you know, who's one of the, the, the best in the Midwest. Um, Joe Trimble, who's one, also one of the best in the Midwest. Coach O, you know, one of the guys in the South that are, is, is huge and instrumental. Um, Mike West, you know, a lot of guys that are putting out great information you know, for me, it was, uh, everybody has a a way to do it, but for me, it's make it make sense. So I wanted to use it just like I coach. When I coach a kid, I want to be able to look at the kid, learn, look at how they learn and then coach them to where their strengths are, not to a system that I created because every kid learns differently. Every kid reacts differently. So I wanted to basically put something together that, that every parent to say okay this makes sense and that's what we've been getting you know every time someone reads and they they reach out to me I coach it makes so much sense it's an easy read and it just makes sense you know so that was the 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 purpose behind it and we we still have a lot more to go so we, we still haven't touched on the marketing and you know all of that stuff so those books are coming down the pipeline I just wanted to get something out to get parents started early to where they can start building the right way and the parents i talk to are always like man I'm lost I don't know what to do so that's another reason of you know hey let's make it sense so you can say okay I'm comfortable where I'm going I just got to keep adding to my toolbox
1: right and uh, you know I think that's you know I, I read the book myself uh, and I, I think it's a, a great guide to what you need to do step by step, and it takes you right through the process. Uh, it's not the it's not the end all solution, but it's giving you you know the title says in itself the blueprint. This is what you need to do, the steps you need to take. Uh, it dives into it deeply, and I think it's a great uh, thing that parents, players can both learn something for it, from it. But I also think that experience. Is a key to go along with it. This, this is something that you should take in your backpack, like you're going to school with it. You know what I'm saying? Or like if you're, you know, a lawyer, you, this is your, your guideline to fight your case. You know, you, you're pleading your case to, uh, college recruiters. You're pleading your case to college programs to make yourself marketable, to make yourself attractive to those, you know, those programs that uh, are looking for you. And I think this is something that, you know, it's an easy, easy, step an easy read and an easy uh thing to implement into your recruiting process starting right now you know what i'm saying because before we switch gears and start talking a little ball uh playoff because i gotta get your thoughts on these games tell us one more time for everybody that's watching where they can get the book at name and the places they can get it right
3: now you can get it on amazon and bonds and nobles and uh guys it's just really, really important to to know that uh, is a is a true true guide to to help you guys and, and young athletes. It doesn't matter the sport because again, you know, recruiting is pretty much the same as long as you have a foundation. But again, the book is called the Recruiting Blueprint: A Common Sense Approach to Recruiting. Uh, and my name is Stefan Johnson. And, and thank you guys for tuning into the show every week. We're trying to bring something special that's going to, to uh, basically uplift and and help these young athletes get to where they want to go. We are not about the, the, the fluff. We're about bringing some real content, some real uh, things that's going to help you guys. So re- the recruiting blueprint, the comments approach to recruiting, please. And, and, and thank everybody that's already – if you haven't left me a message about what you thought about it, good, bad, indifferent, please do. Reach out to me uh, on Twitter. You know, any way you want to reach out to me or, or Mark. You know, we, we take all criticism.
1: Absolutely, man. I think that's uh, the key and caboodle of it, um, and that's the reason we wanted to talk about that for sure. Um, I think it's important that, that parents and players get that particular knowledge. You know what I mean? And, and uh, you know, we we're on sidelines every week. Uh, we're at camps in our off season uh these are the conversations that we're having uh i you know i can pull up dms last night talking to kids uh you know they want me to look at film or you know they're excited about the next week in the playoffs or uh you know asking for different little help putting together film those are all of the things that we kind of do between myself uh you know coach staff uh, and a lot of guys in the game that, you know, that we're with. You know what I'm saying? Very important. Before we get off, follow the league, DFW, the DFW on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Big Tommy. things coming from 2024. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that we're going to be rocking out. Yeah. And we'll, we'll start to put some more of that stuff out. But, Coach, uh, we got a few minutes left. I got to get your opinion on some of these games. Um, because I know yes, that you, you got your eyes on them as well. Um, but... Big games coming up. I, you know, I really hate that they got to meet so early, some of these teams. Like these, some of these matchups could be state championship matchups. And it, it's kind of oh like you want to be in God. so many places at one time. And it's like the best yeah. week. It's, it's Christmas before Christmas right now, week three. And I saw this coming and we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks now, but, um, what I'll do is I'll start with Duncanville and the Woodlands. Uh of course the Woodlands, this is a matchup of Houston and Dallas teams. Duncanville is the defensive 6A Division I state champ. Uh we know this team. You know this team very, very well. Uh we've had a chance to see the Woodlands, uh some of those guys on the seven oh seven circuits the last couple of years. Maybe Matir's uh a quarterback committed to uh Wisconsin, a senior. Uh Cornell Farrakhan Jr., his, his one of his favorite targets at wideout for the Woodlands is having a phenomenal season. Uh, Duncanville is Duncanville, but uh, give me a few thoughts on that game real quick.
3: Well, man, it's, it's Thanksgiving, and we're, we're we're thankful for this level of football. We're, we're thankful to be able to, you know, witness, uh, you know, a potential of a back-to-back state, you know, trifecta in, in the DFW area with with, with Soc, DeSoto, and uh, Duncanville, but. Woodlands, I, I I can't sleep on. You know, love little Cornell. Been knowing his dad since I, I moved here. Uh, watched his growth from Little League to uh Heights. Mabry, been, been knowing him for years as well. Uh, the one thing I'll say, man, is, is, is Dungersville, you you know, beat the champion, for me to say, um, you know, that they're in trouble. So I, I think... Duncanville will, will will walk away with it uh, by at least two touchdowns. Uh, you just gotta beat them. I think the loss of Soto woke them up uh, late and kind of you know got their minds right, and they they've been clicking ever since. So I I, I gotta go with. Uh, I, I think it'll be a good game all all the way through. But I, I think Duncanville will, will walk away with it.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I was talking to somebody yesterday about this, and I, I just think that uh, that kind of woke up a sleeping giant. You're right. Um DeSoto, uh, definitely one of the top-tier teams, not just in the state, but in the country, so it's Duncanville. Um, with the Woodlands has played a, a pretty tough schedule. They played North Shore, they played Lamar, and they played Willis. Those three losses, those three teams are all in the third round of the playoffs, so they're battle-tested. But when you, face, when you face Duncanville, you have to be ready for four quarters. Um, you know, uh, this is a team that, that's physically up front, one of the better teams in the state. Um, and they got the horses to run, you know what I'm saying, a long ways. And they're probably the favorite to come out of this region. But it's going to be a good game, I think. I think it'll be maybe close early. But, uh, you know, the Woodlands is going to have to fight for this one. So, um, uh, another game we're no, looking at in that particular region, Coach uh, Westfield, which I know you know some of these guys as well, and Rockwell coming out of the DFW area. Another Houston-Dallas matchup. Uh, talk about that one real quick.
3: That one is, is really up in the air.
1: Right.
3: Uh, it's going to depend on who shows up. Westfield right. is loaded with talent, um, and, and we know they've been having you know, deep playoff runs, but third round, fourth round, they, it, the wheels kind of start falling off. And the same with Rockwall. So um, I'm, I'm really, really up in the air. If if I had to choose just based on, on um, I think, you know, with it being a close game, mm-hmm. Westfield could walk away with it by, by or, or at least three
1: points. Yeah, I look for Atkins to have a big game. Uh, Rockwall, listen, Rockwall has one of the best running backs that a lot, and a lot of other people are talking about. Uh, you know, from the recruiting process, he's got an offer from Bowling Green, but his steam is starting to pick up. Ashton Emery, listen, he's been balling. We're talking about a guy that's got about seventeen hundred all-purpose yards. He's going to be a factor in that game. Westfield's defense is going to have to really pay attention to him. Of course, they got some other pieces, but Emery's a guy. Uh, that I'm very high on. I, I saw him, uh, against, uh, Cedar Hill, uh, in the first game in, in, the Jerry Jones Classic. And he played a phenomenal game then. And he's been on the tear since then. They only got one loss. That should be a great game as well. Uh, let's move back down to the H. Uh, Cy Fair with a big upset over Katie this week. Sent some rumblings around mm-hmm. the state. Of course, they got North Shore. And then you got Lamar and Atascoceta, triple header at NRG this weekend. Uh, I like Lamar. I think that Atascacita should be on upset alert. Lamar's a talented team. Jordan Reeves has been playing out of his mind, and they got some pieces over there. Uh, this is probably one of the best Lamar teams that you've seen since they went on that state run a few years ago. Uh, talk about those two games real quick.
3: You know, Atascacita definitely is uh, is up for a, a huge game. You know, right. that, that's going to be um, a really tough game. And, and, and shout-out to Lamar. I was watching them, you know, all season from afar and impressed. I, I, I can't really say, you know, what they look like in person, um, you know, but on film they, they look amazing. I, I still have to give, you know, the, the, the nod to Atas in the sense of, you know, I think losing a couple of close games, um, kind of really, and then this is the last last opportunity, you know, for Mr. Brown. This is it, and Brandon County.
1: Absolutely, this, this, right. You know,
3: this is their swan song. So, don't get it this year. Um, and I, I think I. So, I, yes, I think it'll be you know a close game, but I, I got to go with with the hey
1: no doubt I, I i know uh you know zion and Braden conley or they this is the, the moments that they've been looking for uh they've been doing this for four years over there um and this is like you said this is their opportunity to make a deep run uh they made deep runs in the past and couldn't get over the hump but lamar's going to give them everything they can handle so that'll be a very good game all right coach we're almost out of time so this last little part we're going to leave for the game of the week. I, I I hate that it's in San Antonio. It's really been driving me crazy because I'm on the fence as far as what I want to do as far as going. But Willis and DeSoto, and you know, I told you about this game probably about three, four weeks ago. Uh, and it's a game we've been talking about weekly. This is probably the most intriguing mm-hmm. matchup in the state. We know kids on both teams. Both teams are undefeated. Both teams have two of the best quarterbacks in the state, in the country, depending on who you're talking to. Real quick before we get out of here, give me your thoughts on Willis DeSoto.
3: Man, you're killing me, man. I, honestly, Mark, <laughs> I, I've been like
1: and, and this one. This one makes you lose sleep.
3: I, <laughs> man, I mean, oh my god! I mean, just watching you know these kids grow up, you know, and 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 just to to get to this point. Of course, you know, DeSoto is DeSoto, and, and absolutely, you know, DJ Langway... though. My God, man. Like, wow, those are you know, those are our babies. Right. Um I, I I don't know, man. Like I honestly don't know. Um I, I I I think it's been a really intense matchup and I don't know uh if they've played, you know, recently. No, they um, haven't. I know in the last three, four years I don't recall them them playing. So No, they haven't. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting, and that's what makes it tough, because it's going to be interesting to see how they match up. Um, you know, I, I think just on paper, like Coach Mathis and, and and Sweeney uh, and Beati have have those guys running right now. Um, they're they're world beaters, so they're going to come in with that mentality that you know we're going to win it again, and now. You know, that you got Brian Washington. Who, who, how are you going to get past him?
1: You know, And we
3: started with Duncan. So he is a, a menace in the middle. How he's, are you going to get by this guy?
1: He's changed, um, he's changed the game, Coach. Has, you know what I mean? He
3: has changed. Watching him on film, you know, blessed to say that, you know, I, I'm a part of the reason he's at the That is a blessing in itself. Right. You know, um, me being able to walk in and say, "Hey, man, I don't need this kid since middle school," and you right. know he's there and flourishing—that's a beautiful thing. You know, I i I see him, I see him. Um, but the, from you know the, the the running backs to the receivers, uh, but you got Lagway,
1: absolutely. Well, <laughs> yeah. listen, I, uh, I, a, I, amazing. Quarterback. I really think it's going to be a great show. I might have to tap in on and live or something because I'm probably going to head to NRG uh, this weekend because they got a triple head on both days but listen be safe on the road definitely appreciate you tapping in uh, I know you've been busy and you're driving on the road we will see you back in studio next week and listen tap in every happy yes, Thanksgiving sir. to everybody safe travels the On Your Mark Show, powered and sponsored by Epic Sports Apparel. Every play I compete live from the Fishbowl Radio Network. Listen, tap into the On Your Mark Show YouTube channel. This episode will be up later on today. Happy Thanksgiving to all my guys. i see y'all on the sideline this weekend. We out. Hey, ready, set, go. It's time to hit the mark. This is that show you need to know about.
0: We- Set ourselves apart. Sports talk at the pinnacle. We got all the knowledge covering every level, helping these young men get to college. Got the coverage of a DV, vision of a QB coming at you like a DN. Let all of that sink in. Working in the weight room, we can't take no days off. Doing drills when they not looking. That's what make us stand out. Don't worry worry about how much time is left. We got it planned out. Execution, elite footwork, nasty when we running routes. Accuracy off the chain. We been on it from the start, reaching for the sky, hitting the Bullseye, we on the mall.